This is a post-Christian podcast. Welcome to the Revolution Church Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Meet Your Congregation. I am Assistant Pastor Caleb Rowe, sitting here with Pastor Jay Baker. Hi, Jay. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. 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 Good to hear. Good to see you. Yeah. And we also have online congregation member Rocky Glenn here with us. How you doing, Rocky? Doing well. Good to speak with you guys today. Yeah, man. Where are we talking to you from? Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, yeah, baby. I lived in Bowling Green for six years. Okay. Smoky Mountains, Appalachians, you know all about it then. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. I, uh, my parents had a vacation house in, in, uh, where was it? Uh, Gatlinburg. Absolutely. I'm about half an hour away. 45 minutes, maybe. Spent a lot of time in Gatlinburg as a kid. And <laughs> even in my early 20s, I Gatlinburg's visited a fun few times. As a kid, yeah. Yeah. Dry, though. It's a dry, I think it's a dry county. Probably. It is. And, um, yeah, because my my first wife, me and there, went there and she, we, on her 21st birthday. <laughs> Huge mistake. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, here's a near beer. Oh, boy. Yeah. So I think we had to go to Pigeon Forge or something. They may, yeah, that's funny. On. They may have lifted that recently. I know we've been up there and had a drink or two just once or twice, but uh, yeah. just with our meal. But I'm not sure the restrictions on that or if that's still in place. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a funny, funny funny law in my uh early 20s living in bowling green on sundays if we wanted beer we would drive to nashville to buy beer yeah because you can buy beer on sundays in nashville but not in kentucky not in bowling green kentucky and so for some fuck instead of like buying beer on saturday stupid kids when you're a kid yeah. partying you're not yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. that far like, oh, it's only a 45 minute drive <laughs> but then you gotta drive back <laughs> Oh God! Quality stuff here at Mr. Congregation. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What do you? Uh, what do you do, Rocky? What's, what's your? What's? What do you uh, do recreationally, and what do you do professionally? Uh, professionally, I work for a uh, local restoration company. We're part of a national franchise, but we do disaster restoration, water cleanup, fire cleanup. Um, mm, oh wow, that's amazing! That's great work. Actually, during the COVID pandemic, we're going into buildings, disinfecting buildings, and things like that. So uh, cool, man! Um, help out with hurricanes, send guys out of town, out of town to assist with that and clean up and things like that. Um, gotcha. So I've been doing that about seven years now. Really enjoy it. Great company to work for. And then uh, recreationally, it's just all about spending time with my family. So nice. Got a 18 year old son and 15, uh, no, 14, soon to be 15 year old daughter. And oh boy, been married, be 23 years in December. So it's all about spending time with family. Yeah, yeah man, that's so great. You're like, but you've been out there then though with with COVID. You haven't, you know, it doesn't sound like a job you get to stay at home for. Well, I actually, I'm I'm stationary in the office, but yeah, our workers are out there. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean during COVID, yeah, I've, if anyone's I mean, an essential worker, it's going to be the yeah. Clean it up behind Absolutely. COVID. I've, I've been to the office every day. I've not missed a day of work during the COVID thing at all. Never worked from, well, worked from home just barely, but most of the times I'm in the office. So, wow. Well, thanks for the work you do. Well, thank yeah, you. Man, that's awesome. Seriously, for real. That's great. So, wild how, stuff, wild stuff politically going on there right now. Here is something I'm like, you got a lot of crazy stuff going on politically. Not a area right now. Not a whole lot. I do not stay a whole lot involved in politics. 
Um, yeah. I keep up with it a little bit. Um, big thing, I guess, one of the big news with us was uh, when uh, uh, WWE wrestler Kane, Glenn Jacobs, got elected mayor in Knox County. So he's our mayor. Okay. So, uh, but... Uh, that, yeah, I mean, I have buddies who live out in, like, Nashville and stuff, yes. and they're always posting stuff. Nashville's a lot more... Uh, got a lot more going on politically right now than you see in Knoxville. I mean, uh, okay. of course we, uh, like going on nation nationwide. We have the, the, uh, protests and things like go that going on, but it's not been near riot level or violent or anything like that. It's been very peaceful. So, yeah. 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 yeah we were here. You know, I mean, my neighborhood was in the heart of the, Oh yeah. Of the menace, the, 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 the riots and the uprisings and, everything else i think Just you can i think you can murder. kind of use them both together at, at this point but mm -hmm. yeah um pretty wild stuff you know it's just such a strange time uh as a 44 year old to kind of see what's happening you know? well, i'm right there with you i'm the same age you are jay so okay so we're mm -hmm. both just kind of like ah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <ads>. so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> You know, it hits different, too, I think, a little bit when you have kids. You know, you're kind of like, oh, like at least I've got toddlers, so I'm just a little bit of explanation here and there. I guess you guys are having probably a lot of conversations about what's going on as a, as mm. teenagers, huh? It's actually been good to have conversations. Yeah. Um, uh, it's been good talking points with the kids. It really has. We've enjoyed uh uh, taking advantage of the opportunity to talk to them and explain to them what we're seeing and, mm. you know, what they're seeing now as opposed to what we saw growing up as well. Yeah. Um, so uh, very interesting talking points with them uh, with the situations going on. Um, wasn't uh, exposed to a whole lot as far as, uh, you know, in high school and things like that. We had our minorities and, um, uh, groups like that had friends that were uh, um, minority people still keep up with them now. Um, the latest thing that came up with the Floyd thing and everything, um, maybe the first time I really listened yeah. as far as what their experiences and what their fears were. And uh, some of the podcasts I listened to, you know, wasn't that um, – I didn't know. I was just naive, I guess, yeah. you know, very, very sheltered from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's, you know, I think that's brave to admit when you say you're naive or, yeah. you know, ignorant of something you don't, you know, because I hate those. I hate that ignorant has become like this horrible word. Right. You know, it's like, just means you don't innocent, know. Innocent you know? ignorance. Yeah. You know? Like when you're like, I just, I didn't know. Yeah. And so I think that's been one thing that's been very powerful about this time is totally is learning about that. And the fact that, you know, a lot of us have had a little extra more time to to understand and, and go through and see how other people have to deal with life. And, mm. you know, conversations that I don't have to have with my kids that my, you know, black brothers and sisters have to have with theirs. You know, it's just mm -hmm. it's tough, but mm. it's some heavy stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think I mean, it really is. I think just the fact that the conversations are being had is such a change from where it was even right. six months ago before totally. it all began. Yeah. Just the fact that the conversations are occurring. Yeah. That's a positive spin, you know. Um, yeah. It's kind of best worst case scenario. It's like, yeah, it took us awful long to wake up to a lot of this shit, but uh, at least we are now. You know what I mean? At Absolutely. Least at least it's happening, you know, to, to whatever extent it is. 
But at the same time, you don't want to be disingenuous and try to uh, fake empathy, if you yeah. will, uh, virtue signal, I guess is yeah, what they're calling yeah. it. You know, mm-hmm. you, you don't want to be disingenuous mm-hmm. at the same time. You want to be, uh, you know, if you want to listen, then prove you want to listen just by listening. Yeah, you know, totally. And, and, and that's the thing. Yeah. You know, I think your actions speak a lot more than your words ever will. Absolutely. Totally agree with that. For sure. So how how were you uh how were you raised uh religiously there in Tennessee? Uh, um well, I like to say that I cut my teeth on a church hymnal. Um <laughs> <laughs> from uh, my earliest memories are memories of Saturday night gospel singings uh uh, we were raised in the. I was raised in the Baptist church till yeah. I was about ten, okay. eleven years old. Mm-hmm. Southern Baptist church, okay. and then <laughs> Caleb's world. Yeah, and then my family switched to your world, Jay, and we became Assemblies of God and Pentecostals. Oh, you did a little interesting. switch. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> so, how, uh, how old were you when you were baptized? I was. That's interesting. I was baptized when I was five years old. Yep, I was. I six. was I was so small in stature, Dad had to. My father gra- p- baptized me. He was an evangelist, still oh. is an evangelist. Okay, but uh, my father, I was so little, Dad had to cradle me in his arms and actually dunk me in uh-huh. the water and pull me back out. So, uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was baptized very young. Yeah, it's interesting how the Southern Baptist Church really, really kind of pushes for that. I think just in my ex- personal experience, like when I tell people how old I was when I was baptized, they're like, you were six. And I was like, and I was, yeah, I was convinced it was my decision. I did not want to yep. go to hell. You know what I mean? And I was like, uh, uh, yeah, it's, well, like, I think I was uh, like, that's all I knew at that point. Right. 14, maybe when I was baptized yeah. in a Baptist church. Oh, really? Interesting. Oh, yeah. That's the place to be baptized. Yeah. No, I wanted to go to the specialists. <laughs> the specialists. So, so what happened after the, uh, assemblies of God? How long did you stay there? Well, that was, I guess, the most part of my life in uh, early teens, and then uh, stayed in the kind of the Pentecostal charismatic movement, little a few non-denominational churches and things like that. Yeah, up till about my mid thirties. So uh, in my mid thirties, um, I was involved in worship bands, a worship leader, played piano, drums, bass, sang, did all that. So for 20 plus years, I was involved in some type of worship music, leading worship, wow. playing things of that. Um, about 35, 36, I guess eight years at this ago at this point, we attended a uh, worship conference in Atlanta at uh, Louis Guglielmo's church. Oh, yeah. And um, at that point, um, it didn't happen at that conference, but I would say that's the starting point of the catalyst of the unraveling of what was my life at that point really um yeah i uh i uh i refer to myself as a former church boy because i believe that's what i was uh even wrote a little bit about it had a blog that i wrote for a little while um talking about being a recovering church boy but um talking uh i think my wife says it best she says uh she compared me to the apostle paul he said you know who said that if anybody can make it by, you know, he was the greatest Pharisee of Pharisees. Well, if you yeah. can make it by playing all the, by all the church religious rules, then I could have done that. Right. Um, you know, at least externally. Internally was a different thing. So in, uh, 
in 2012, we left a church we'd been at for about 10 years, and I discovered the gospel of grace, and it just wrecked my life. Mm-hmm. That's what it does. I mean, in, in a good way, in a mm-hmm. good way. Mm-hmm. I, I would not go back. Um, we've actually been out of, I guess, attending a church for about the past four years, and the longer I'm out, the freer I feel. Mm-hmm. Um uh, call myself a Christian still because I really don't know what else to call myself. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> totally. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I really don't. Um, but as far as any type of uh, churchy top traditional rules, things like that, you know, I just, I don't have any use for them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, the pendulum swung quite the other way in some of my writings and everything. And, uh, I think uh, I was just reading some of your tweets before we connected here, Jay, where you talked about people who were, once they were out of church, they became as much of a witness for being anti-church as they were. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and I think I fell in that camp for a little bit. I really yeah. did. I did too. And it, you, you really do. And I think that's because you swing so far the extreme of being the churchy type person. When you come out of it, whether it's the anger, the regret, whatever it is, you you, you just rail against it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where I found myself for so long. Um, but now, like I said earlier, it's all about just letting my actions prove a lot more than my words ever will. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's too pretty amazing when we're able to start to kind of give grace to those folks, you know, uh, who who maybe never showed it to us so that we, this, that we swung from, mm-hmm. you know. And I also realize that they're an integral part of our story, mm. you know, mm. of how mm-hmm. we got to where we're at. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. would, you know, would Luther have, have done what he did had he not been, you know, caught up in, in you know, Catholicism and, right. and, and, you know, and, and self-hate and all right. this? Would if he have... Would he have reformed? Would he have reformed greats, yeah. you know, or, or, you know, or even Apostle Paul, uh-huh. you know what I mean? What he was doing and... Yeah. yeah, you have to you have to reach a certain degree of discomfort in order to have motivation to make such a drastic change. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that discomfort is an essential part of it. Yeah, you know, and it's unfortunate and it's not fun, but uh, but that's what that's what spurs change. I think. And I think it's cool as if we can help reform our brothers and sisters at least just through our own lives. You know, our own life action is like I'm still going to live for Jesus. It might not look like what you're doing, mm. but. Absolutely. You can't take that away from me. Right. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. You know? And yeah. I always find like I'm kind of getting pulled on both sides. Both sides are trying to take it away from me. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't No, I've seemed to piss everybody off lately. It's very interesting. <laughs> very interesting world to be in again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I've seen that. And I guess the uh, Jay to get kind of, I know you don't seek it, but to kind of give you credit, just the, the way that you're open and uh, sharing about your relation with your dad, you know, and I I think about when your dad had a stroke and one of the, one of the things you tweeted, you know, um, regardless of what you think, he's a human and he helped form who I am, you know, and, and that was, you know, I don't, I'm at the point now to where I don't despise the way I was raised. I don't despise being raised that way. Um, it made me who I am. Yes. It, it mm-hmm. made me who I am. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, the, my take on things politically, whether it be nationally or anything like that, you know, no matter who's in office, they can't do anything to control the way the person 
the way I treat the person sitting right in front yeah, of me. Yep. And that's, Amen. that's the way I want to live. Preach. Love that. That's great. Hell yeah. So, uh, so, so revolution is currently, currently your only, uh, quote unquote churchy interaction, <laughs> I guess it sounds like, or connection. It sounds like, uh, how long have you been connecting with revolution? Ever, it was, has it been the four years the, or have you been kind of following us before you left the church? Well, I actually, of course, being assemblies of God, being the same age, Jay, everything, mm-hmm. you know, I'm familiar with his parents and their story. Um, I would say probably around um, maybe 12 years ago, I read uh, your father's book okay. that he wrote. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then after I read that, I saw that you had released Son of a Preacher Man sometime around that time. So I'm like, well, I've read what Jim says. Let's see how it affected Jay. Yeah, um, that's cool. You know, uh, so... But to be honest, Jay, I forgot about you. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> and then through the process honesty. of the uh, <laughs> through the process of the deconstruction and everything, um, I rediscovered Derek Webb's music. Yeah, he's great. And saw Derek actually posted where he was with you at some point, and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about Jay. Yeah, we were. So yeah. then I started. Yeah. So then I started reading. Uh, actually actually read your books out of order I actually read uh the third one before i read the uh red fall to grace i can't remember the top the to faith lies and yeah yeah, yeah the the uh, faith and doubt yeah i read faith and doubt before i read fall to grace okay but uh but yeah and then i just found revolution and started following you guys and uh was very happy once you guys started doing the uh the live services on sunday not always able to chime in at that point but uh you know, it's great to be a part of. There's a few other podcasts I do listen to, don't listen to. Yeah. I found in the process that I was so hungry for information that was opposed to what I had lived that I went the other direction with that. And I'm finding a balance now separating myself from all the noise. Yeah. And, you know, just just being at peace with that. Um I shared with a couple of gentlemen who's uh, who I shared a blog with at one point and still do. I just haven't written in a while. Um, I think for the first time, I may be finally being comfortable being myself that I've ever been. That's and that's, that's a cool place to be, you know? Yeah, so, no, it's a really great totally. place to be. I've been getting there myself these past two years, you know, just – yeah learning to be me and being comfortable with that and not making everybody happy. And especially my personal life, you know, that used to be my big thing is trying to please everybody. And I just lived in a nightmare, you know, trying to do that because it's impossible, you know, learning to realize you can't do that has been amazing for me as well. Yeah. It's nice to be learning to kind of accept yourself. I see it play over in business life and home life and everything, you know, um, you, you get into, you know, I guess in your teenage years, you get into a relationship with someone and, you know, this person liked you for what they saw, but then you want to like change so they can like you more and things like that. <laughs> you know, um, when it comes to business, comes to jobs, things like that, you got your job based on who you were, your yeah. qualifications, your skills, who you were, not who you're going to change to become. Um, Brennan, I know you read Brennan Manning a lot. Yeah. I love his quote, you know, God loves us as we are, not as we should be, because we'll never be as we should be. Yep. And, 
you know, uh, whenever the time comes, that's going to, some form of that's going to be the next ink I get on my arm. But, um, uh, you know, I think that's it. Just being comfortable, not being ashamed of who you are. I had a pastor tell me, it's funny. I'm sorry, I'm rambling. But uh, (laughs) I had a pastor say one time, if you, and I, I didn't embrace it, but I do now. If you look in the mirror and hate what you see, then what you're actually doing is hating God's creation. Mm. And, you you know, because God created you. And that's, you know, I know not everyone will grasp on that concept because what's your concept of God and things like that. But to think that God created me to be exactly who I am to, right now, you know, to love well and uh, just to, I, like I said, I, I'm just comfortable in a way that I haven't been in a long time. Wow, I really fantastic. am. I don't know that I ever have been. That's fantastic. great. Sounds like we're on a very similar journey. Yeah. Well, should we ask the big question? The big question. I don't even know how this became the big question, but it really is. It's just the only challenge. recurring it's the thing. only recurring question. <laughs> the only recurring We need to drop like question. this for the segment. It's time for the question. <laughs> But have different celebrities call yeah, in and ask right. the question, voiceover. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is Justin Timberlake, and it's time for the question. <laughs> Man, if we could get JT, my life would be changed. This is uh, President Donald Trump. We got the question's going to be huge. Yeah. All right, so let's get to the question. Gosh, we're dumb. Uh, we're stupid. Uh, a little slap happy. Yeah. Um, basically, we we just like to ask listeners. Um, especially folks like you who may have been around for a little while listening to us and following us. Um, if there's anything that we could provide you that we don't like as a church, you know, maybe if, if there's any thing we could do more of or tweak, or if you have any particular feedback, like for example, I know we, like we've, we've taken stabs at trying like some Bible studies and stuff like that. Uh, we've talked mm-hmm. about like having physical meetups, potentially almost like a wake festival type thing where, where we could, everyone could get together but if you just have any any feedback any ideas any um rep, reprimand reprimandations reprimandations what's the word <laughs> reprimanding reprimanding yeah, yeah reprimandations i like so <laughs> it, 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 it's strange i always knew the the question was coming you know like, okay, what, what prepare myself for the question you know? it's, uh, we build it up so I much know. but it's like the lamest <laughs> i know it is so bad <laughs> It's not like you believe in eternal salvation. (laughs) I think for me, the the Facebook group is a good place to where um, just communicating with people. Um, You started on Instagram. You started the hashtag meet the congregation type thing. And um, I would say probably on a dozen times, I nearly wrote something to include myself in that group and just kept stopping and stopping and stopping. So I think just the connecting like that, um, it would be great if there was a, you know, God, I don't want to say a retreat because of the the stigmas attached to a retreat but, uh, or a conference. But <gasps> yeah. some, some type of meetup, you know, would be cool in the yeah. future. Um, but no, I mean, just the, just the, the Facebook group when that became active once again and the lives and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, it's interesting and very cool 
to see the different backgrounds, the different beliefs mm-hmm. that people come from. Yeah, that's and, interesting uh, for us to see. Like, yeah. I, I'm shocked by the the diversity of our congregation. Yeah, the civility, the way people get along in there, they really do. Mm-hmm. And you know, if we disagree, we disagree well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, it's cool to be a part of something like that. It oh, really is. That's cool to hear. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it, uh, especially with like how we had that troll recently and we yeah. get some pushback and stuff sometimes, it, it really makes me reflect on how rare it is and how I've never seen a church that is, that is so diverse and so outspoken and yet so, like you said, civil, I think was the word that you used, Rocky. Yes. Um, it's just like, it's sometimes I just need to slow down. It's like, be still and know that I'm God kind yeah, of moment. No, like really, I just need to yeah. slow down and be like, wow, this really is amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. And it's, yeah. And I half mean, the time I, I feel like I'll, I'll send screenshots of like all the, the discussions, you know, during the live service and be like, can you believe this conversation? And, and we have a, you know, we have a, an Uber progressive person and a big Trump supporter who are on the same team yeah. saying the same word, you know, it's just yeah, like, it's just, really it moves me so much. I just think it's, it's amazing. So anyways, that's, that's my rant. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, I'm you know, you, you go through the, the, the process, the deconstruction process. You join this group, you join that group in social media. And uh, I got to say, I don't see it in all the groups that I see like in Revolution. So mm-hmm. that, that that is super cool to be a part of. Oh, man. Cool. So. Good to hear. Awesome. We're trying. We're trying, baby. <laughs> One step at a time. Baby steps. I was I mean, gonna I, take baby steps. Sad, the funny thing is, is I really do have to, I mean, just to give, give uh, props to where it is i mean that's really something that my buddy pete rollins brought into my life is this idea of arguing well and yeah and and having you know these type of discussions mm-hmm. so i mean Productive. it's really something that came from you know some irish philosopher who was <laughs> just like you know this is possible and yeah. i think we've taken his idea and yeah. put it to test and it's yeah. really worked so that's been pretty cool yeah it's so. really cool to see coming to fruition shout out to pete for that yeah. i'd like to take all the responsibility i mean all the praise for that one but maybe, <laughs> i've never had i haven't had an original idea since 1984 <laughs> cool well thanks for your time rocky man it was really good connecting with you oh it's great talking to you guys i appreciate it yeah, yeah man thank you absolutely stay in touch on the old social media and uh yeah we'll be there and yeah all, all right, right sounds good see you buddy later man thanks guys We'd like to remind you that our ministry is supported 100% by listeners like you. To make your 100% tax-deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com slash donate. You can also learn more by clicking the donate section on the website. That was a post-Christian podcast.